Welcome to another edition of the Instant Journeyman Podcast, Whatever Wednesday series. That's where we have guests from all over the map to talk about anything ranging from sports to politics, musicals, food, and even safety, or really whatever we want to talk about. Uh, So please enjoy. All right, and today's guest is Becca Hayes. She is the host of the podcast, The Becca Hayes Show, and recently started her own media company um, with the first step of launching her podcast after being let go from her morning radio show on iHeartRadio. She shares a lot of details of what she has planned uh, in the future and and, what she wants to do with uh, her media company. And talks about how she's phasing out her fans only page, or I mean, only fans page. I always screw that up. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's definitely an interesting conversation we have. Uh, we also talk about how uh, she's you know growing a little popularity in the conservative party uh, after having a terrible experience at her son's youth baseball or basketball uh, game uh, due to COVID restrictions. Uh, and there's uh, a whole lot more. Some good laughs. And good times. So uh, tune in and enjoy. All right. Welcome, Becca Hayes. How are you? <laughs> Great. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's good to hear. That's yeah. good to hear. I'm alive. I, uh, we'll put it that way. I'm alive. <laughs> I have... Uh, I have quite a few topics I want to get in touch with you and talk about. Um, mm-hmm. One topic in particular is what's been going on in your personal life. Okay. Uh, um, you're pretty much an open book, and if nobody knows that, they can just check out your Instagram or your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I seriously, I don't hold back at all. I'm very authentic no, and you, real. So you have you have uh, you have certainly lived up to that. Um. Well, thank you. So i i want to uh, i want to i want to start off and say that you no longer are with iHeartRadio. Is that right? That's no done deal. I'm my own person now. <laughs> You're your own person now, I and am. yeah. And um, uh, I guess I guess the real question is, uh, um, you can ask w- anything, Jeremy. Okay. Why? 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 Is, and and like, why and I I have. Yeah, like what what happened? Because mm-hmm. I know that um, you got a fans only page because of the the the, the radio only show, fans. right? They were talking about it, and you guys did it yeah. for fun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you started doing pretty well on fans only or only fans, whatever it's mm-hmm. called. And then uh, all of a sudden, you no longer have a job. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good uh, good way of th- thinking and putting it. Um, <clears throat> I don't think that had actually anything to do with me being let go. It does seem like okay. that because what well, I started it, I uh, started the OnlyFans page, I think, what was it, a month and a half or two months ago, two months prior to being let go from My Heart Radio. Right. Um, it was kind of a, a radio show bit that just turned into something that I actually started to enjoy doing for a little bit. And um, I actually enjoyed exploring that side of me. Um, that's actually start. That's coming to a halt at the end of this month. By the way, I know there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a lot of disappointed people out there. <laughs> so so, yeah. You 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 were doing that, and and you say it's ending at this month. Uh, what? Why is it ending? 
Um, well, you're actually the first to know because I'm actually making the big announcement tomorrow and depending on when you air this. Um, well, it's, it might... it's, being, it's being aired tonight. But... <laughs> oh, tonight? Okay. So then everybody's going to know this prior to my announcement we got, tomorrow. We got the exclusive. Nice. Damn. Yeah, you guys are the first. Um, so I'm actually starting... I'm not quite sure exactly what I'm going to call it yet. And I know I'm launching it tomorrow. That's my, like my last little hangup, but basically it's like the Becca Hayes club and it's my own personal website. Um, there's a lot of incentives to join this club. And instead of having my only fans and people paying, you know, to, to go into there and all they get is like the more sensual side of me, you get basically every side of me. You get the fun, the goofy, you get, um, I, there's still going to be a little bit of a sensuality side in there, but not extreme. There'll be probably no nudity. Um, because right. this, this is um, going out to everybody, not just mainly men. And I'm not saying mainly men are the ones that view me in OnlyFans. I do have some ladies there and, um, you know, swingers or whatever, but this is like reaching out to everybody. And we, we're going to do like thousand dollar giveaways for one month. Like each month is going to be different give, giveaways. Um, wow. just a lot of, and you have dinner with me, I go out and buy you dinner you get to like, I, I fly to you, whatever state you're in and depending, you know, with the mandates and rules and stuff, if I can get to you, I'll, I'll go there or I'll just, you know, send you a voucher. You to go out with your friends and stuff, but have dinner with me. There's just a lot of, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, um, I'm going to have like, you know, a spiritual tab basically. So you get to meditate with me and go through my spiritual journey. Um, everything that I'm, I'm doing in my life, uh, from all the way to meditating to learning about crystals, um, just all that side of me. So it's just really cool that it's going to be very um, exclusive. Um, it's it's stuff that you won't get to see anywhere else. Um, not on my Instagram, not on my YouTube page, nothing. And so it'll be fun. Um, it's a way that I can give back and then also receive. I guess you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Because obviously, I still have to make a living. But it's something that I can give back to my fans and my, my right. loyal fans. Right. And so I'm really excited. So I'm launching that actually tomorrow. People will be able to sign up. Um, I'll send you the link and you can share it with people if they want. But um, so, yeah, so that's why I'm letting yeah. um, OnlyFans go, which um, it, it's a good transition. It's not to be sad. It's you. People love the funny side of me anyways. And, and half the people that are in there. They're like, we don't care if you show your boobs or not back. We, we're your fans. We love you for who you are. And so that was really, you know, pretty awesome to hear. Um, so, yeah, but I don't believe that I was let go from my heart radio because of that. I think it has more to do with politics. To be honest, um, I was very outspoken. As you know me, Jeremy, we've been friends for some time now. And um, the, obviously, with especially last year with everything going on in the world with COVID, with just all the shadiness going on, I'm, I would see it and I call it out. And then I would try to say something on air. And if it did slip out where they didn't catch it, because, you know, we, we had to stay at home for a few months. And so there, it was pre-recording the show. So if right. something that they didn't like, they could edit it out. But when we went back into the studio for the next, you know, like a month or two before I actually got let go, um, it, we're live. <clears throat> and so what I say <laughs> went live and there were some things that the other two hosts um that you know they're more on the left which i just for the record everybody that's listening to this i'm not like if you're a democrat i'm against you or if you're republican i'm for you i'm if you're a good person then i'm for you i don't care what the fuck you practice what you believe in if you're an actual good person then i stand behind you and if you have logics too 
So, um, you know, but they, they were, they were thinking, um, you know, listening to the mainstream me media and telling people that they need to mass shame people, just ridiculous things, you know, spreading more hate than love actually. And I just kind of had enough and I would randomly say my thoughts. And then sometimes I would take it too far according to them. And, you know, and I get in trouble. I, I was told multiple times to shut my mouth, to shut up. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of mental abuse actually in that work atmosphere. But I was like, if I'm going to hang with the boys, I can't complain. That was my mentality. And I'm still, I'm not, you know, I'm not. Yeah. But I mean, they didn't seem like that, that, uh, you know, they didn't seem like real boys if it were being offended by what you were saying. Oh, exactly. I, I don't even, I can't even like understand them. I can't understand their thinking. Cause one minute, you know, they're like for something in the next, their actions speak differently. It's like, pick something, you know, like if you're right. going to be this, this person, or if you're going to, um, be for something like just pick that instead of like saying that you're for this, but then you change your mind. Like it just drove me nuts. I didn't know what, like, depending on like, are you taking steroids? Like, are, are you <laughs> like, it just seemed like it was really erotic. Like it was just all over the place. And I just, I was very depressed there. Um, I had my first anxiety, uh, anxiety attack working at that job. And that was a few months before I got let go. But yeah, so I think, you know, they said due to downsizing is um, why we're letting you go. And I, I think there, that might be partial true. I mean, obviously iHeart was um, letting a ton of people go that week. They did cut back um, a lot. Um, some of our shows, I know that a show got canceled in Nashville. We were in Nashville we were in yeah. Memphis and Oklahoma. I know the Nashville show got canceled just a couple weeks, or maybe it was like three weeks prior to me being let go. So they were doing cutbacks. Um, right. But I don't think that was the full thing. I think, um, I don't know, maybe both or one of the hosts, um, my co-host complained about me. I really believe that that happened. And I think they took that in consideration and let me go. Because so I, um, I went against the grain. Right. So, so my, my question is uh, now I, you know, I follow you on, on Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, whatever, and you are, uh, you, you said you don't care if you're on the left or the right, you, you know, as long as you're a good person, yeah. you're for them. Mm -hmm. Um, but your, your speech is mostly more right leaning. So when I, when I look at yeah. you, I, I, I see you and I see what you're saying and things like that. And I think, you are like uh, an up and coming conservative spokesperson, in my opinion. Yeah. Do you, you, can, do, you, do, you, you do you look at that? I I guess I would lean more towards that side for sure. Yeah. Um, like I, you're I mean, you're like the new was was her name Tommy Lauren or something like that or oh Tommy yeah Tommy oh, yeah. I love her she's she's yeah. she's pretty <laughs> <laughs> she's intense <laughs> but I do yeah well she's completely like you know, and I feel like I have some, there are, I do see myself slipping into her role sometimes where I'm just like, if you're sick, stay the fuck home. Like there, there's the logic. Why would you make the majority wear mask when the minority are the ones that could possibly get sick? Like there's just things that aren't logic and I will not stand behind non-logic things and I won't comply when it's not logical. And when I feel like my freedom's being taken away. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and that brings me to the, 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 the mask issue that you shared uh, a story on Instagram where you were a guest speaker at a local, I, I don't know what it was. It, was, it wasn't like a rally or anything. It was just like a... 
Oh, it was a uh, showing it was, of a, was it was it even anti-mask? I don't even know. Um, so no, it was uh, so one of my friends, uh, Eric Musos, he helped organize this documentary called Non-Essential, and it was he's been going around to I mean majority of our movie theaters because they're they're not they're losing tons of business businesses because. Yeah. Or business, excuse me, because no one's putting out movies. And so they're losing all this business and people are scared. And so he's been really targeting, you know, whatever theaters will allow this documentary to be shown in, you know, we kind of congregate to that. And he's already done like 25 view, 25 different um, theaters throughout um, Utah and I think in the, like other states as well. And so it's really catching on. It's an awesome movement. But this documentary, it's not just about um, not wearing masks. Obviously, that's part of it. But it's about, like, all the shady stuff that's going on in politics and governors that are telling us to do one thing but doing another. Um, it's, it's, yeah. it's basically exposing all the fraud and showing that little by little, our freedom is being taken away. And whether you believe that or not, it's, I mean, it's, you know, starts with the mass. And now they're saying we're double mass. Like what? Like people really, are you really going to double, are you going to double mask up? Like what? Like that it's, it's a circus and we're the monkeys right now. And so that's what that documentary yeah. is about. It's just, it's just basically um, showing it all. And then also along the way, he's trying to help small businesses survive. Like uh, a lot of these events he's put on, he's invited 15, maybe 16 different small businesses so they can have little pop-up tents and sell their things. And so they're able to pay their rent for the next, I don't know, month or so or a couple months. And so it's really an amazing thing he's doing. But um, he asked me to come to the one that was in Price, Utah, which is about two hours from me. And he asked me to speak at that one. Um, we just recently uh, got connected. Uh, and so I, I spoke at it and I just, I basically just shared my story and, and what has happened to me and how enough is enough and how I'm going to stick up for myself and my kids. Yeah. So, so can you share just a, like a tad bit? Cause I know it's a long story. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not a long story, but it's a, it's a in depth, you can go in depth there. I just share a little bit of what happened. Cause I, I didn't know the story. And then I listened to that whole thing and I was like, holy shit, I didn't, I didn't realize that happened to you. Mm -hmm. So I, I was, I was just curious if you can share, share well, a little bit. So the listeners know what, yeah. what was going on. Uh, I'm, in a nutshell, um, obviously I'm divorced. I'm a single parent. I have two little boys, six and five years old. And my oldest son, Boston, he's six. He, um, was in this program. It was the Lehigh legacy center program where he'd play basketball. Um, our governor's pretty strict, not as strict as your governor, but ours is still pretty strict. And, they made it to where only one parent can go watch um, one parent per child. So one parent can go watch their kid play basketball. No other siblings, like just ridiculous rules. I mean, when you can go into Walmart, same town, and you know everybody's near each other and next to strangers. It's not just families being with families. You know, it doesn't make any logic, no sense. And so it was my weekend. I had my son, and I needed to take him to the basketball game. And this is at the time. This happened a couple months ago. This is the time where I would comply with the masks. I thought they were stupid, but I'm like, you know what? Whatever, it's not hurting anything. You know, I don't want to cause a scene. And right. so my, I took my two sons and myself. We both had masks on, or all three of us had masks on. We go through the doors. They check our temperatures. We're fine. We're wearing our masks. And then we go to go through the gymnasium door. 
there's a lady at the door saying, I can't come in there with both my kids. I basically have to choose a child. Uh, the other one can't come in. And at the time, my That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's splitting. It's dividing us. It's dividing families up. It's just absolutely insane and no logic behind it. And so I said, well, sorry, you're going to have to call the cops in because I'm going in to watch my son play basketball. I paid for him to play basketball. And we've already missed a couple weeks because – um, you know, the governor put at the time put on a, an, an extra like heavier mandate saying like cancel all sporting events or whatever. So, I mean, we haven't played for a couple weeks now. So I'm like, no, I'm watching my son play basketball. I paid for this. So I sat in the bleacher with the, all the other parents and my son right next to me and my other son on the, on the court playing basketball. Well, she came in with reinforcement, try to scare me. I, again, she told me to leave. I said, no, I'm not leaving. And then she grabbed the basketball from the game and said, well, no one's playing then if you don't go. And then all the, all the parents behind what an me, asshole. Yeah. All the parents, she was on a power trip for sure. And all, and I'm, I'm done with that excuse, by the way, they're just doing their job. Like if I ever have to be like that and enforce a mask mandate on something, I'm quitting the job. I don't give a fuck. Right. I will find another job that appreciates me and what I stand for. And so anyways, and so I sat there for a little bit and I looked over at my son and I knew it was going to be a hard decision because he's been dying to play basketball, hasn't played it in weeks. Um, yes, it's fortunate that we were able to play basketball, but this is just pathetic. It shouldn't be splitting families up like this. And um, yeah, so I grabbed my kids and I left, but I wish I would have stayed longer. I wish I wouldn't have actually left, but it was just harder. It was hard because, you know, it was just me and my, my two boys. It's not like I had, you know, a husband, right. or, you know, to help back me up because I felt like, I have these two little guys looking at me, <laughs> which I needed to set that example for them to see, to show that you need to stay up. You need to stand up for your rights and what you believe in. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, when I heard that story, I, I, I felt bad. I was like, I was like, man, that's, that's like a terrible thing to have mm -hmm. to go through. And I mean, it's a terrible thing to have to go through it with your kids seeing it. And, and, you know, you're, you're trying to stand up for, for your kids, you know, and, and, and the money I, I mean, I would have threw a fit. I, I personally, if I if I had to be there, I would say, okay, so what do you want me to do with my other son? Do you want me to just drop off the one kid who's six years old and just let him play and hope for the best, mm -hmm. or do I leave the other kid in the car? Like, what what are we doing here? What do you expect well, me to do as a single mother? Ex exactly, you know? and we and we shouldn't have to choose that. Like, it's my weekend with my boys. I want to watch my kid play. His little brother wants to watch him play. I'm not going to, and I just got let go from my job. I'm not going to go hire a babysitter, pay a babysitter money when they can be with their family. This is, right. it's, it's a family thing, watching sports together and letting your kids play. It's a family thing. It brings families together. And what they're doing is dividing us. And if we don't stand up for it right now, it's just going to keep slipping out from underneath our feet, just slowly, slowly until we don't even know what the fuck happened. Amen. <laughs> Sorry, this is a very passionate subject about, I mean, everything, Jeremy. So I, I'm very passionate. <laughs> I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm, okay. I'm, I, that's why I wanted to have you on. I wanted to hear, you know, yeah. your side of things and, and everything else like that. Um, uh, and not, not to switch it up, uh, no. but to make it a, so to make it a little bit, a little bit lighter. Uh, See, so you have a new man in your life. I do. Amazing, man, actually. I didn't even know these ones existed. Other than you, of course, Jeremy. I was always, I was always like... What do you mean? Well, no, I was always like, call Fran. How did you snatch okay. one of those? All but right. she's pretty Good. amazing, and Good. you guys are both amazing. Um, yeah. Real... <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, 
So, so I, I have to ask. I mean, mm-hmm. your fans are probably going to be wondering this. OnlyFans is ending mm-hmm. right when this guy starts coming along. Is there something to do there? Um, you know, to be completely honest, and you will only get honesty with me, and you know that. Yeah. Um, it honestly has nothing to do with him. He and I even said that before. We were actually be- cool. we were friends before we dated, and I think that's why it's worked out so well. I've actually never been friends with a guy then dated him. We were friends for months and months before we even thought about dating each other. We were both like pretty, um, just kind of, I mean, he was really against it. He's been through some gnarly relationships and, and I, and I asked him, this is when we started to recognize, um, that we were starting to have feelings towards one another. And I said, I want you to know me as a person, I'm a very, uh, free spirit. I like to do what I want. Obviously, I will always, if I have someone, you know, with me, I always take their feelings in consideration and respect their feelings as well. But this is who I am. Um, and I do have a sensual side about me. And I do enjoy to, I like to show it off sometimes. And I like to explore that. And it's, you know, it's a little bit, you know, when and people say that I have OnlyFans just to let everybody know. Um, not that I'm making excuses for anything. I'm just saying, you know, I've only gone topless in that. Like I've never actually shown the downstairs. (laughs) Like it's it's just, it's my preference. Like that's something that I wanted to keep to myself. Like I chose, that's what, that's my thing. It's private. Yeah. That's just something I wanted to keep to myself or whoever I'm with. And, and that was obviously prior to him, prior to any relationship. That was just my, my thing. And I don't, I didn't mind going topless and I was, and I saw it as a business. I was getting paid to you know, produce these fun, sexy pictures, which I loved doing already. Why not get paid for them? Like, it's a great right. business. And I made some really good money. Like, it's a great side hustle. Um, and so I, I asked him, I said, are you going to have a problem with that? And he's just like, I love who you are right now. And I don't want to change anything about you. And if that makes you happy, then you continue to do that. And so, and, you know, we've been dating for a couple wow. months. Yeah, I know, right? He's a great man. We've been dating for a couple months now, and hasn't like been bothered by it. Hasn't asked me like, oh, "When are you gonna quit?" or anything like that. It's just, you know, it's actually my manager that approached me, uh, Matt. He's actually like, "Let's transition this." He's like, "Cause I was getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of like, I've explored that side. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like." I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm you can only that. take so many pictures of your boobs, right? Just exactly. Like until, these, and, well, and then of course people, exactly. You know, you got, you know, I'm put, I'm squishing them down on tables. I mean, I can only be so right. creative. You're breaking and, watermelons. Yeah. You, you know, slamming it on the, well, mine's more like kiwis. Um, <laughs> but I, I just kind of, I'm yeah. And when you start to go down this road and it is a very slippery slope because I've gotten like amazing offers if I just show the downstairs. Like, you know, I'll, I've gotten I've thousand dollars. Like, just saying, please, just send one picture of this. I'll send you a thousand dollars. And I was like, no, I'm not. It's it's not. I'm not compromising that. Wow. Um, my worth to me. That's that's worth to me, and I don't want to compromise that. And I and I don't want to be tempted to do that anymore. And so. That's you know part of the reason I'm just I'm just ready to I mean, get that side. Kudos to you for for sticking to that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I I've never been that type of person where you can you can buy me. I'm I'm not. That's not me. So, um. So yeah. So I just 
so my manager brought it up. He's like, let's transition into this. And I'm like, that's a great idea. Like, I like it. And then we've been like kind of workshopping with it and playing around with it. And I really, I, I'm really excited about this, um, the Becca Hayes club or whatever the fuck I'm going to call it. I'm not quite, I think I have till tonight to figure it out, but <laughs> I guess maybe that for now. We're going to, we're I, just going to call it the Becca Hayes club because well, I don't know. Uh, you like, announced I don't, it here first. It, it, I feel, I feel like there should be a, like a cooler name than that. The Becca Hayes Club. I mean, isn't there a cooler name? I don't know. I can't think of one right now. I, I have to ask your people. Maybe know. they can help me out. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited for this transition. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. Um, I'm goofy. I have a really, I mean, that's, that's mainly who I am is just a big goof and quirky I, and yeah. I, I see in the future, if this, if this Becca Hayes Club takes off, I mm -hmm. see in the future... You're gonna have like a, a Chrisley, a Chrisley knows best, or whatever that stupid show is. You're gonna have one of those reality shows where it's gonna be you, your business manager, and your two kids, and your new man, mm -hmm. all in your house, jerking, you know, not jerking around, but joking around and having a good time. I think that that's that's in the future. Yeah, I went. You know, I actually probably not too far off. I I totally could see that. Uh, I. I just like to make people laugh and even if they're not laughing, I'm laughing and then that's a win for me because I'm I'm getting that, that laughter that I need. Right, right. <laughs> so um and then now transitioning even more. Mm -hmm. Right? We're we're just going from topic to topic to topic. I feel like you need a stogie uh, in your hand. You, right now. I feel like you're like sitting back. Like Where's your cigar? What's, what's on the agenda? What? I said I feel like you need a, a cigar in your hand right now, a stogie. <laughs> Yeah, Just the way I, you're, I, sit, you're sitting back, old man Rivers over here. Where's your uh, bourbon? <laughs> I I got no. I, I just got my bubbly. I got my bubbly. I want to be sponsored by bubbly. I drink like eighty of these a day. It's amazing. You should be. Yeah, yeah. you need to be for sure. I, I mean, I don't know if they're willing to, you know, sponsor a guy that has two hundred Instagram followers. And, they should. Uh, <laughs> they should. You got some great guests on your show, and you're pretty. You're pretty amazing, but, Jeremy. No, uh, what, what I what I wanted to ask was, <laughs> what I wanted to ask was if if you you know like you're 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 fully invested in this uh, Becca Hayes Media, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's that's your whole project now, and you're doing your you're doing your Becca Hayes Show podcast. Mm -hmm. um, you're gonna do the Becca Hayes Club, and then mm -hmm. what what else is are you gonna be doing? Are you are you gonna be publishing like? uh any any other podcasts for other people are you like you know like what do you what is what is becca hayes media or, or whatever it, you're, you're calling it what does that what does that entail so i mean we kind of have a few different parts going on and we have a lot of stuff in the making um i, I don't really even know what i'm supposed to say and what i'm not but um for for now i mean obviously the becca hayes show like that's the meat of it that's like that's what really makes me come alive and then you know, then we have the, the Becca Hayes Club, um, which is a, a way that I can give back and really show my friends or my fans that I appreciate them. And, you know, and it shows a next level commitment from them as well. Um, and then also we have, you know, and I don't, I don't really, I don't even think I've shared this with anybody, um, but my actual, my company is called the Becca Hayes Group. And so what that is, and that's, that's a thing that is going to grow. So that's going to be a timely thing. And what I would like to do, and this is again, helping, I'm all about helping people as well succeed. It's not just like me, 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 
I want to be able to put people's businesses that I approve, that I like, like cinematographers, photographers, like all the media world. It's like endless. And right. be able to put that on my website. And so what my website will eventually be kind of like a one-stop shop. They go to that. Then they're like, oh, okay, Becca refers this person, this person, this person. This person's great for wedding photography. This person's great for uh, film and or podcasts or whatever. Like it's going to be a hub basically. And that's in the works. That's that's going to be a little bit more like down the road. Um, and then it's like, you know, I have my hand in some obviously merch. I have my hand in um, like an energy drink that I want to create. I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff that I want. I, like, I, I'm not just like, let's just stop here. Like, I'm constantly thinking um, I want to evolve. I want to keep going. I want to keep rolling with the times and I want to make things better. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. I, 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 it, it froze there for a second. I, oh, I heard fine. the last bit there. But, uh, so, I mean, that's pretty awesome that you're going down a lot of these different roads. Look at this. Look at this. Freaking cat. these. I, I have a farm. You here. said you didn't show your bussy. No. Oh. <laughs> Give me a thousand dollars. Give me a thousand dollars. Oh, come on. That was a good one. Uh, that, was really good. that was really good. No. So, uh, my, my, my thing is, I think it's I think it's really cool. I I'll just I'll let you in on a little secret here. <laughs> it's it's uh it's it's so expensive to go down the food or beverage road. So just be aware of that. I have a friend who actually I had on the podcast. Her name is Nora. Uh, she created her own her her own uh, energy bar or or, or nutrition bar, mm -hmm. and it's it is honestly it's delicious. Uh, mm -hmm. it's called the Green Dream. Yeah. And um, she spent tons of money. She liquidated all of her 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 assets and went full into it. And wow. uh, it's 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 starting to pay off for her. But yeah. I'm like, holy crap, man! She yeah. she she jumped headfirst into the you know That's the awesome. entrepreneurial pool. So if you ever have questions about it, I can put you in touch with her because she's a she's a really cool person, um, very business minded. So well, mm -hmm. I I have so. Uh, my manager actually has, ex so he used to be a, a couple, he owned a couple gyms. He's been in the fitness industry, like all that. So he actually has his hand already in, into that. Like, like I think mm. he's even created energy bars. And so that's the only reason why we've actually talked about that. And I'm like, I need an energy drink. So even if we just create it for ourselves and maybe make a little extra and be like, okay, if you guys want to try this, we can sell it and see how it goes instead of like jumping all in. It's more of a side thing. And for right. us, and obviously, like, you know, we would drink it on our show and, like, drink it in the mornings. And if it's something that I live by and it's healthy, because, you know, I'm a health freak, you know, I'm into the all yep. the organic thing, not the, I don't do that sugar-free shit unless it's, like, you know, xylitol or something that's healthy. And so it had to be through all those standards. Um, but, yeah, so that's something that we've been discussing. But he's, he's already kind of done that route already and knows that route. That's awesome. So that's why we've been discussing it. Speaking of health, right? So speaking speaking of healthy, I uh, I recently purchased a sauna, and I need to. Well, you have two cats? <laughs> it's pussies everywhere. <laughs> how many? How many cats do you have? I have two cats. I have six chickens. I had seven. Goldie died. Bless her. Rest in peace, Goldie. 
bless her heart. Um, and you then I totally to- jacked that up. You went here, you went here, <laughs> well, you went here, then you went here. Obviously, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get that. I'm not the religious <laughs> type, so I just know it's somewhere over here. Um, yeah, but and I have two dogs, so I told you I have a fucking farm. And I actually been I've been in the market to buy a tea or a teacup pig. Those are freaking oh. I would I love to get my hands on one of those, but they're like four thousand dollars. So I gotta be waiting. There's no such money. thing. There's there's no such thing as a teacup pig. Yes, they're there just is. under they're no, they're just underfed pigs. Um, Shut up. You're gonna make me cry right now. I'm I'm telling you, I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you a whole article. Stop I, it. I, Whitney Cummings, who's a, a, a hilarious comedian, yeah, I know Whitney. female comedian. We're actually friends, she, by the way. She talks about it. How uh-huh. like there's no like it's just an underfed pig. And they do that. I don't really bullshit they, they they do that to sucker people like you in why why isn't PETA all over this shit that's bullshit because PETA only cares about certain things come on Fur. now yeah they only care about that they don't care about anything else oh. uh, yeah anyways I'm not don't even get me started road. on that shit <laughs> we're not going down that road <laughs> oh oh is that where you draw the line Becca is PETA yeah. <laughs> you afraid you're afraid of PETA but you're not afraid of everybody else uh, by the way can you just go ahead and share? What? Can you wait, wait, wait? Can you share the nonsense that you were spewing about how you didn't want to go ahead and you you were like, so we're we gonna do this on Zoom or we're we gonna do it on something else? I was like, oh so we're yeah, gonna yeah, do it on- sure. I would love to do that actually. Thank you, Jeremy, for bringing that up. We are yeah on- because. We're on Riverside.fm, which is a a podcast recording. It's like a a virtual podcast studio for visual. Zoom's better. (laughs) I I, I disagree. I like this. Um, uh, Okay, let me explain myself, Jeremy. So you actually, we were talking about doing doing this podcast a couple weeks ago. And I obviously, I love to get feedback from people that are in the podcast community. So I said, well, what do you use to do your like, you know, your podcasts from a distance and you said riverside.fm and you sent me the link so i clicked on it and i was like okay you know i i trust jeremy so i was like let me see what's going on the first thing that pops up when you click on riverside fm is a freaking video of hillary clinton okay again i don't give a fuck that she's a democrat i give a fuck because she's a freaking satanist pedophile person and i ain't gonna i'm not gonna support a person like that and obviously she's got her hand in this whatever this is riverside.fm and so i i refuse to download this i know i'm on it right now but only because of jeremy's making me <laughs> i okay I so so yeah so it, i'm not using it because i think hillary is a, a fucking whack job but mm-hmm. i'm not using it you're, because of hillary clinton of she course not, they you're supporting all they, her no, all they did was they used her clout to promote Riverside.fm. That's and they, they and- she she used it at one point, mm-hmm. so they go ahead and they exploit it. Like if you and I become huge, I mean you're already huge, but if I ever become huge and then they go ahead and say, "Holy shit, that Jeremy guy, he uses Riverside FM. We're going to use a clip of him in this." Well, uh, they using lost it. me because they decided to use Hillary Clinton. So there you go. Sorry, you're bad. Riverside.fm. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try out Zoom then. I I. Uh, I actually really I, do like Zoom. I I've done a couple podcasts with Zoom, and they and I was down in the basement doing them, and they they did just amazing, amazing. 
But I, I like this because it's it's not like it's not the typical Zoom thing. This will record, so it records on my computer. It records on so your computer. On Zoom. So not only Zoom. does it record video and audio on my computer, but video and audio on your computer. Then it uploads it to the the the, the website. Mm -hmm. Then it also has a recording of the uh, thing on the yeah, actual website you, as well. That's too many steps. You don't need that. And you don't need this going to the other person. If you want them to have it, then you send it to them. Like, I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't want it. To, I know. No. Uh, well, I don't like maybe it. I'm just, maybe I'm just very advanced. You might be. Maybe, and I, I just, I'm fine uh, with living in the, the old age. I'm going to, you watch. I'm going to get the Becca Hayes show to be using Riverside. No, Riverside is going to pay me. The Becca Hayes show you over. will not be using Riverside.fm. No, thank you. We hmm. like our Zoom. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll just, uh, we'll beg to differ there. Which I'm sure if I dig deep enough, watch, you, I bet Zoom is like controlled by all the elites as well, too. So, I mean, I mean, what the fuck is it? A hundred percent. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. I, I bet I, you, I bet you Zoom's the one who created the Wuhan virus. It's probably. I see, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy, you don't even understand how many stores I've like been boycotting. Like, it's just, I'm to, I'm to the point where I'm about ready to starve to death because I shop at like, I think once, no, two stores is Smith's in Utah. And then there's a. There's an organic Whole Foods store that I shop at that's locally owned because I want to give um, I want to give them business my business and I refuse to give Costco my business anymore. They harassed me in there. I canceled my membership. I'm done. I'm do I'm done being a part of that. So my question to you is: Is it exhausting? Yeah, it is. Is it exhausting going through all of that nonsense? Um, it's well, okay. When you say nonsense, what do you mean? Like well, freedom? I, Is that what you're I, calling nonsense? So, so I have I have a good buddy uh, who will remain nameless, but he's in Florida, uh, and he is uh, anti. He's he's an anti-masker. He's he's like I'm not wearing a mask. He literally Bless drives. Him. He he literally drives 20 minutes outside of his town so he can go to a store that doesn't mm -hmm. require him to wear a mask. And I'm the and, same way. And I'm, I'm like, dude, isn't that exhausting? Like, and, and I, when I, when I say nonsense, I don't mean it in a negative way. I'm just saying like, mm -hmm. it's, it's nonsense in all aspects. Like I have to wear a mask. I have to do this. I have to do that. Mm -hmm. Or I can't enter your, your, your establishment. And yeah. you're, you're right. It's a hundred percent against, you know, I, I guess our, our, our civil liberties and all that other stuff. But I, I, I just, I look at it, I'm like, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the energy you know, but I'm I'm one I'm one of these people that you're never gonna find me protesting. Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna go out there and protest. Why? And my buddy's like, if you don't have a, a a a hard line in the sand that you would protest, listen. I care about and it sounds very terrible, and I I, I hate saying it, but I care about me, I care about my family, mm -hmm. and then I care about my friends. I don't care about anything else. So well, and 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 is it is it wrong? Do I do I support some of these these causes and some of these things? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do I want you know racism to end? Absolutely. Do I you know like do I want you know uh, you know pedophiles to go to jail or die or whatever? Sure, absolutely. But I don't I don't have it in me uh, to to go ahead and and just fucking you know sit there in in whatever weather and 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 march down the street because uh, personally I don't think it it's effective it was effective back in the day mm -hmm. with Martin Luther King and all them but it's not effective anymore I think I think it's more effective to do exactly what you're doing well I don't stop well, stop going to these establishments exactly. stop you know doing these things exactly. I think that's effective 
because you're 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 cutting off their their business. I don't think it's effective, or I don't think it's it's right for other people to be like, because I believe this, you should you know stop going to these places. I hate when when you know people do it uh, like celebrities when they say like boycott this company because they're this. I hate that. You know, let people make up their own minds. If you Becca Hayes want to do that, by a one by all means, do it. But don't, you know, and I'm not saying you personally, but I hate when, like, you have these Hollywood elites say, like, oh, you shouldn't go to this place because they don't do this, or they supported Trump, or this and that. Like, fuck you. Make up your own decisions. I don't know. That's just me. No, I mean, I, and I, I totally understand where you're coming from. I totally understand your thinking. I used to actually, that used to be my mentality. Um, but my, let me ask you this question, Jeremy. What, when, so you said you care about you, your family, your friends, which is great. It's awesome that you, you, I mean, there's some people that don't even care about that. Um, when will it get to a point, though, that you're like, oh, crap, I, I do have to start speaking up or I do have to be in that example. I, I, enough is enough. When will it, what, what is it that do you think it's going to take for you to, <sighs> to stand up? I, you know, like, is it when you have guards at your front door saying that you can come and when you can come and leave? Like, when is it? Because and I'm not saying... Yeah, that's extreme. But let me tell you this: history repeats itself, and I'm going to use this comparison. And I'll, you know, a lot, not a lot of people like this comparison because they're like, "How dare you do that?" But yeah, let's go to Nazi Germany and let's talk about the Nazis and the Jews. The Jews weren't actually targeted because of their religion; they were targeted because they were free thinkers. They were small businesses. They were thriving, and then all of a sudden, you know, it started with, um, "Let's see your papers." And then, and then they would have to show their papers everywhere they go. And then it started, let's put a star on your, on your, um, on your jacket. Let's sew a star on there. And then it was like, you can't leave your home at this. Now there's mandates where you can't leave your home past 8 p.m. And now, now, okay, well, we need to take you to this special camp um, where we need you to do some work for us. And next, you know, you're in the gas chambers. Yeah, it's a horrific act. And it's really sad that it happened. But... Do you see what I'm saying? It's a gradual, gradual thing. Like before they knew it, they had all their, their freedom and their liberties taken out from underneath them. I hope we never come to that. And I feel like yeah. being in America, I, I honestly feel like we won't ever get to that point. But we can prevent that by doing the little things and saying enough is enough at the beginning instead of when it's too late. And we were like, oh, shit, I should have said something prior to that. That's where I'm. That's where my mentality is. And you, I mean, you're already seeing it happen right now. Now there's, um, there's certain uh, cruise ships. I think it's the Victoria or the, the Princess or something like that. There's a couple of cruise ships saying that you can't get on the cruise unless you have, um, have been vaccinated. So you have to show a vaccine card, which goes completely against HIPAA laws, by the way. Where the fuck are those? Like all of a sudden these laws are just going out the window like birds. Um, certain airlines are not letting, are going to start, um, mandating vaccinations and next, you know, then, you know, it's just, where does it end? Is, well, that's, is, I, I, I mean, you, you know, I, I travel for a living for work exactly. and, uh, that's, that's, that's something that I've, I've actually thought about a couple times where I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit, man. Like, cause I, I'm, I'm all about vaccines. Like I, I I'm, I'm never going to say like, you shouldn't get vaccinated. You know, mm-hmm. again, that is in my opinion up to whoever, you know, is, is the one getting the vaccination. It should be uh, right. I Your choice, Do you think right? that certain ones should be mandatory, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the polio or polio, the, the, uh, you know, 
all the all the vaccines that you get when you're a baby, I I, I think that are are listen, they're there for a reason, right? They're not there to keep the man down. They're not there to put a microchip in your arm or anything else like that. But I do agree with you. Like I I don't I don't think I should not be able to fly because I I wasn't vaccinated yeah. for something well, and and. I, I'm not. I'm not here to, uh, you know, uh, debate, uh, and not with you, but with people that are going to listen to this. I'm not here to debate whether or not, you know, the um, COVID is 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 real. It is. It 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 affects people. I know people who I I know people that have died from this, um, but there were underlying conditions. There was mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot of other mm-hmm. things that came into play, and I think that. You know, it's there's a there's you know I I have I have a lot of friends that are in the medical field and uh, some of them say that this is so serious and it's working them to the bone and it's it's outrageous and then others say it's it's no worse than the flu and you know it's it's getting out of hand that mm-hmm. it's 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 locking down everything. Well, those uh, are the ones I'm, that aren't being bought. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, who who the fuck am I? You yeah. know. There's a lot of doctors that are actually speaking out. Thank goodness right now that are saying yeah. Um, how the CDC mandates them to, they have, whether you die uh, in a car wreck for four months after being in the hospital due to supposedly COVID, you died of COVID. Like the numbers are completely, completely incorrect. And yeah. it, it's just, when you have all this, this error, 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 excuse me, when you have all this error and you have a vaccine that's available to the public to take when it hasn't even had the correct trials, and studies done, my mind's blown that people are even lining up to take this. And and then it, and you like you said, you had people that uh, have you've known that has passed away from this vaccination. Yes, they had underlying health conditions, but I I know people that were completely healthy that did pass away from this vaccination. And so it's just it blows my mind that all this all these errors are coming out and people are still accepting it. It's like they're saying five plus five is a hundred. Like there's no logic or sense behind it. And a lot of people are waking up. That's why I strongly believe um, we won't ever let, it won't ever get to that extreme point, hopefully, that I've talked about doing the comparison with Nazi Germany. But um, you need to ask yourself, though, it comes to that question, when is enough is enough? When will it ever be enough for you to finally be like, okay, this is really out of control, but is it going to be too late? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you there. Like the, I, I saw n- not the comparison to Nazi Germany, but I saw the comparison from us to Venezuela, where Venezuela mm-hmm. was one of the richest countries in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oil rich and all that stuff. And uh, just, I think it was like, 20 years in the making or 10 years. I don't remember how, how long it was, but they went from one of the richest countries in the world to, you know, one of the poorest where they can't even uh, take care of their, their, their people. And, and it's, it's, it's becoming like a, a huge issue. And I have a couple friends from Venezuela, uh, you know, that are in Miami where they mm-hmm. still have family there and they're like, it's so bad. It is so bad, and you know that that does scare me a little bit. I I, I hope I hope that we are um, not smarter. I don't want to say that, but I hope that we're smart enough to uh, see the differences that these other yeah. countries make and 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 course correct. Um, 
but it does scare me, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not a very, like, I don't like talking about politics because uh, what, well, and I don't many, either. Yeah. Too not, many people I actually hate it. <laughs> too many people would judge you based yeah, off your politics of and not based off of the person. And that, that yeah. bothers me to no yeah. end, you know, cause but, I'm, I'm a great person. So it doesn't matter yes. if I'm a Democrat or a Republican, uh, you should judge me based off of me. But just know um, this. And I have a lot of friends that are like, I can't believe, you know, you don't side with this person or you side with this person or you do this. I, I, I've had conversations with friends where they're like, what, what's wrong with you? I, and I'm a registered independent because I think both sides are fucking morons. I agreed. I agree. With you. <laughs> I completely agree. But I will tell you this. Um, and I agree with you that. Uh, I don't even know. My train of thought just went out the window. But I will tell you this just keep this in mind when you're not speaking you are also speaking that is also showing your side and what you know what you think um what you believe in and what you're for so just think just because you're not saying anything and you're not down in the streets protesting you still are technically speaking your your piece by not speaking that does that make sense yeah in, yeah in a way, i see what you're saying way. so just yeah. People, well, people would be like, well, I, I stay out of it. I don't do this. I just comply. I wear the mask. Well, you wearing the mask in the stores, you're still speaking. That's that's a big action. Because when I, yeah. don't, wear, I don't wear masks in the stores anymore, and if they harass me, I never shop there again. And they've lost my business. And if this mask thing does ever go away, I will remember who mistreated me. And a, a lot of people will remember how they were treated in those business owners' stores. But by me, and I've had people, I've had people come up and give me a hug for not wearing a mask. Like it speaks loudly by just not even saying anything, whether you're wearing right. one or not. So keep that in mind. You know, I'm not, and I'm yeah. not trying to like, um, you know, call you out or anything. But I'm just letting you know when you when you're not saying something, you are still speaking. Right. I get that. I get that. I I I'll, I'll say this. Um, I I wear I wear uh, one of those neck gaiters, and I I have instant journeyman plastered all over it so i don't mind wearing it because i advertise the hell out of well, my there podcast you, okay. and i was just Whatever at tim hortons the other day <laughs> <laughs> i was just at tim hortons the other day uh -huh. and the guy's like what is this i like it i was like so i told him all about it and he's like this is awesome so right maybe i maybe i got a a, a, a follower from that so oh, well, we'll i'll wear the hat i won't wear a mask so you can yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna send you a hat <laughs> um but I, I do I wanna I wanna thank you for time. I, I, I don't wanna take up any more of your time. I know you got you got kids. They you told them like, hey, go go use a chair. Get it. Well he wanted marshmallows, <laughs> so I'm like, get the freaking chair and get, so, there he is. Like it, you said marsh I said marshmallows. I had ninety nine marshmallows. You better not have ninety nine marshmallows. It's just like <laughs> gosh, my, marshmallows is like crack in our house. Like you say the word marshmallows, all of a sudden they come out from like underneath the rugs and like the floorboards. No, they are, but yeah. What's Mom up, line. buddy? Wh who, which one's that? That was Boston, my oldest. Boston, nice. Yeah, he's a hoot. Is that, did you name your kids after where they were conceived, or was that just a name you liked? <laughs> 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 no, I don't even want to think about ugh, conceiving them. <laughs> then, I, then that means I have to think about the other dude. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> well, I, I, I would I would expect some of your kids to be named Toyota then, because you're probably in the back of a Toyota. Hey! That, that would make more sense, actually. <laughs> I, and, I, and actually, I think you might be even right because we do have Toyotas. But it, uh, it but real, I mean, you're not far off, Jeremy. I mean, were you there that night? Like, 
<laughs> Jesus. I think it was on your OnlyFans. That's why I know it. <laughs> oh, you did subscribe. No. <laughs> caught. Oh. Caught. No, yeah. Good times. Good times. But yeah, so. All right. <laughs> so, well, I, I, I thank you again. Um, and we'll, we'll end it there. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having me on. The Becca Hayes Club. Sign up today. <laughs> No, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Sign up tomorrow. Sign up tomorrow. Jeremy will share the link with everybody because I know you're all so excited. <laughs> I, I will get that link out. Awesome. Thanks, Jeremy. See ya. This episode is okay. sponsored Don't by worry. Eat Right Foods, the official partner of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. So if you're looking to eat like a professional athlete or you just want to improve your life by eating cleaner and freeing up time for those things that really matter in life, Eat Right Foods provides a huge assortment of high-quality foods with easy online ordering and kitchen-to-door delivery. Uh, if you're in the Buffalo area, you can do pickup. Or if you are anywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and order online where all meals are just $10 each. Shipping to the East Coast is included, and all Midwest and West Coast orders have a flat rate for shipping. Uh, orders are due every Thursday by noon. And then you get them the following week. Uh, all orders will be shipped out uh, the following Monday. And boom, meals to your door. So check out eatrightfoods.com. Giggy Bank Payment Tracker. Uh, whether you are a dog walker, personal trainer, or anything, um, you can save time tracking your self-employment income, right? If you use spreadsheets, notebooks, or really nothing at all, then Giggy Bank's for you. You can download today, and your first three clients are free. Uh, it's very easy to use. Giggy Bank tracks a single balance for each client. Enter gigs to track work done and increase the balance and payments to uh, bring the balance down. It's as simple as that. So uh, check out Giggy Bank in the app stores. All right, and SaberCon. For all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida, reach out to Jim or Scott at SaberCon. And last but certainly not least, uh, VitFit Keys uh, is one of the best uh, trainers with uh, Melissa. She will get your butt into shape. So thank you all, and have a great week.